0: Pride Nation 101.
1: You have just stumbled onto Pride Nation 101. Queer music, stories, opinions, and lives from Mendocino County
0: and beyond. I'm Roland Corian-Medina. And I'm Chad Swimmer. Welcome. Tonight on Pride Nation, we are going to hear from Diane Patterson. All the way from Poland. And her partner, Sheba Love. They are traveling around Scandinavia and Eastern Europe, playing music for people. And they
1: just wrapped up a show on the Poland-Ukraine border and have much to share.
0: Yeah. And then they're coming back here soon. And they're going to be playing for us in Casper on June 11th at the Casper Forest Fest. So check it out. Roland, testing,
1: testing. One, two, three, testing. Testing LGBT. XYZ and beyond.
0: Perfect. Excellent. Tonight, we are going to hear from folk musician Diane Patterson and her music is activism. We're also going to hear from her partner Sheba Love as they are touring around Northern Europe and Eastern Europe and are presently near the Ukrainian border in Poland. We're going to be talking about the
1: absolute garbage fest that is going on in much of America currently.
0: Uh, Wait a minute. So I'm actually kind of distressed at the moment. Why is that? Because I found out that I am a groomer.
1: Excuse me, who have you been grooming? (laughs) You. What have
0: you been grooming me for? Well, it depends on who you ask. But apparently, (laughs) as far as I can tell, I've been grooming you for Being able to smile and feel good about yourself and look in the mirror and see a human being who you like, is this a problem?
1: It's sappy, but it's not a problem. Is there anybody who thinks that it's a problem?
0: Well, the people who think I'm grooming you to feel good about being a transgendered young person. Oh, well, we don't talk about that very often. Except for at the start of every show. Disturbingly. (laughs) So the other thing I found out that is also very disturbing is is that you may look like a transgendered young man, but you are a political football. How long have I been a political football? Uh, <laughs> recently. <laughs> well, it seems like the culture war conservatives have decided that you are their ticket to office. How do you feel about that? It's better
1: than playing actual football, I will say that.
0: Okay. Well, so we have this guy who luckily is as far as he can get from us geographically on this continent, Ron DeSantis, who is Trump's heir apparent, he and another group of people are portraying themselves as the protector of our precious children. What are they protecting the precious children from? The queer agenda. Instead of, say, school shootings and drug abuse and... And definitely protecting them from abortion. And don't forget that extremely minor tangential issue known as climate change. So I guess it's like when the waves overrun Miami and all these people die, at least they're not going to go to hell because they've bought into the queer agenda, right? Oh, of course. See, one of the problems I have with this whole thing is, is that they just want people to be comfortable with the gender they are, but the gender archetypes they're putting forward are so heinous. You have to be pregnant. Whoa, my alarm's telling me to put away my chickens. (laughs) Yes, my evening put away the chickens alarm is David Bowie, ashes to ashes. It is country living for
2: snowflakes.
0: (laughs) Okay, okay, enough of that. Okay, anyway, yeah, our tone of voice is kind of strange, but it's mostly because we're really disturbed about what's happening in America right now and not sure where to go with it all.
1: And to be frank, there is a child outside that we want to protect from this. Heinous conversation we're about to have.
0: So basically, we are the protectors of our precious children? Of course. We're better than anyone. Working hard to protect them from mass shootings and climate change. That's for sure. Thank you, Roland. I'm glad you're part of the family. Me too. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? I
1: said I was very glad that I was groomed. Wow. By you nonetheless. <laughs>
0: Amazing. Yeah, and you look pretty well-groomed too.
1: Like a newborn kitten. <laughs>
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. one part corn three parts water say a little prayer give thanks to the mother one part corn three parts water say a little prayer give thanks to the mother i was a child of the commons no one owned the
4: land
3: where the medicine where i came to understand here in the garden the majesty grew here in the garden sacred stories are true still while the sunlight shines upon my days here before the mystery i bow i pray for grace One part corn, three parts water. Say a little brag, thanks to the mother. One part corn, three parts water. Say a little brag, thanks to the mother.
0: That was our guest Diane Patterson from her new release, Satchel of Songs. One part corn. But before we go to this interview, we would like to refer you to an episode last week of NPR's show Fresh Air. This is episode 5261 from April 28th, Moral Panic in the Classroom. And speaking with New York Times journalist Dana Goldstein, this is an in-depth look at the prohibited textbooks of Florida and Florida's Don't Say Gay Law. And how culture war conservatives are trying to frame themselves as the protectors of the world's children. Hmm. You are listening to Pride
1: Nation 101 on KZYXNZ, public radio for Mendocino County and
0: beyond. Now we'll go to our interview, which unfortunately was via Zoom had some static, but it still is amazing that we were speaking to these two incredible women from across the entire globe via the invisible yet energy-intensive magic of the internet.
1: We're here today with award-winning singer-songwriter, folk goddess Diane Patterson, who builds bridges of friendship around the world, celebrating life with rockin', healin' songs. Joining her today is her lovely partner, Sheba Love. Thank you so much for hopping on Zoom from the other side of the world today.
5: You betcha. <laughs> Coming Absolutely.
1: in. Yeah. All right, so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves? Like, where you're from, how you came to live in Northern California. Mm-hmm.
5: where we're from. I grew up in a little town in in um, California called Red Bluff and I live in California still although I'm a world traveler and have lived other places in between. We're in Mendocino County. She has been there a while, longer than I
2: have. Yeah let's see I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. came out to Mendocino County via Morning Glory Zell and Oberon Zell long time ago, 1986, I held their unicorns at a blue moon pagan gathering in Kansas, Missouri.
0: Yeah. And
2: I realized while I was holding the unicorns that maybe I should go home with these people. <laughs>
0: so <laughs> that's how I ended up
2: in Mendocino County. In 1986. 1986. That's yeah, you the bet. year.
0: That's the year I got yeah. here, too.
2: Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh nice. <year. laughs>
0: Well, where are you right now?
5: Mm-hmm. We're in Poland. Our our friend from Mendocino County, Miss Paula, um, who's from Poland. She we came to see her and offer some music in her community.
2: Yeah, when when Diane first got the gig, like we, me, we just wanted to come visit. She's got a little boy we haven't seen for a couple of years. And, yeah, from the time the gig was first booked, the war started in, in Ukraine. I guess what it's not really called a war, though. What's it called? An operation. It's an operation. <laughs> um, Poland has absorbed over 3 million refugees so far. Hmm. Dig it. Women and children mostly because hmm. the men have stayed back to not only defend their country, but defend their homes. So mostly women and children on the move right now, and our friends' farm, this epic, epic, beautiful farm, has become a refugee camp as well. Wow! We actually, we actually met a woman this morning from the Ukraine that's an opera singer. Mm. So amazing people. They're shell oh, shocked. From- yeah, she's from Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're shell-shocked. We met, I mean, we met all kinds last night, uh, mother and daughter. The younger kids speak English, but the older older folks are are not as likely to have multi-languages. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, then you're in Poland, so, I mean, Poland is a, a pretty... Not that many people know other languages here as well. The older folks usually don't don't know other languages either. So a lot of younger kids doing translations
0: right now. Yeah, my great grandparents were from Poland, and they left. They're uh, Jewish, and they spoke Yiddish. And most of the Yiddish speaking community had to leave Poland between 1900 and the Nazi era, which yeah. were a few million people. Yeah, so yeah. it
5: was a big buildup like that over a bunch of years, huh? So yeah. We were just thinking about this, like what is it in, in humans that allow the weird buildup to something extra weird as the Holocaust? You know, it's like there are signs as things like that start to ramp up. And how can we get better at snipping it in the bud when these horrid activities begin?
2: I've been calling it the collective complacency. You know, we just—it's like the Me Too movement really shook that up. Even though we all knew what was happening on the director's couch, yeah, it was still happening. You know, so um, I, we're watching that with the um, future erosion of gay rights in the United States.
0: Yeah, um,
2: the future erosion of women's personal health care. In the United States, but we already know we're not the land of the free, so you know it's. A, but I guess what we talk about a lot is how do we what do you do to wake someone up from that complacency? What do we do to keep ourselves out of that collective complacency? Mm-hmm. You know,
0: yeah, we were speaking about that at the start of the show about how. The the culture war Republicans, not just any Republicans here, are they're trying to to steal the 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 mantle of being protectors of the children, protecting them from us queers and from from yeah. you know all the, from abortion. Yet it doesn't right. seem to extend to protecting children from guns or from climate change.
2: Exactly, exactly, or pedophiles, or. Yeah, no, and, and the whole, yeah, no, it's it's a farce. I mean, we could also throw in the co- collective complacency around um, uh, POC, any of those issues. I mean, we're super black, backsliding in the United States right now around color issues. Mm-hmm. You know? so it's kind of one big ball of crap, though, isn't it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Music is one way that we break through the barriers, and that's, you know, it's amazing that you're over there touring and bringing your music, and it's, I would like to hear more about your, you know, your tour there, but also your new CD, Satchel of Songs, because that's addressing a lot of this, isn't it?
5: It is, yeah. Yeah, we had a wonderful audience last night in Poland, it was, it was a kind of a full, sweet um, group of amazing-looking people. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just amazes me. Yeah, like you said, yeah, music really breaks down the barriers, builds the bridges. I, I never, I don't know, feels like we're on another planet in a way coming to Poland where we don't speak the language. We've never been here. And yet, you know, at by the end of the show, we were connecting with so many people in such a sweet way and i know there was at least one woman who was, is a refugee from from ukraine and getting to stay in the in the neighborhood here and she said she was in tears and just feeling the love and the support from the whole scene
4: mm-hmm.
5: uh, yeah it's been i i love touring and northern europe is kind of my jam we've been we've already spent a month in sweden And did a few shows there, and we have another month to go of this tour. We'll be in Sweden, Denmark, and uh, this weekend in Germany for
0: one, two shows. Wow. Um, I'm curious about Poland, that from the outside perspective and everything I've heard, that Poland is, is becoming more and more authoritarian. And it seems like an authoritarian place is going to be more likely homophobic. Have you what how have you experienced it?
5: What did Paul say about
2: Yeah, you know, that's Poland's known to be very homophobic and that's nothing new. There's an old guard here that's really strong and really prevalent. And of course, the um, the use of religion in I don't know, the use of religion against gay people, which I don't really have never understood that. But there's also a really strong wave of the younger generations. And that's all the way from regeneration, you know, regenerative soil, farming, um, community living. And, you know, the younger folks don't really care what you're doing in your bedroom as long as you're not hurting anybody. (laughs)
5: No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Paula, who we were visiting, did say that it was hard leaving California and coming back to Poland, where it feels pretty repressed from what people are, don't look happy when you walk down the street. She, she doesn't feel free. Even, even though someone we just met in Sweden said it's, it's hard to be, to feel like her own freaky self there. And Poland is, is much, much more intense than, that, than Sweden on that account.
2: Yeah, plus, I mean, the living wage here is it's unreal. Like, the cost of goods compared to the living wage is...
5: Uh-huh, yeah, yeah.
2: There's, there's a lot of issues on the plate here in Poland, and I think we've just barely scratched the surface on that.
5: We are in an area of Poland that um, is more alternative and with more options and more cultural activity going on than than most and this is so this spot where we're at is where germany czech republic and poland all kind of meet together in this little corner and berlin is like what was it four and a half hours away and prague is like two hours away mm-hmm. so it's kind of a fun little spot and then this place where where i played last night walmyers it's an old train station That's just super colorful and alive and full of events all year round. And it was started by um, an older generation of theater actors and then their kid.
0: We're going to take a musical break for a minute and uh, really Mm -hmm. love the song Silk and Honest Pay off of your Mm -hmm. new release. Can you tell us a little about it?
5: Oh, yeah. That's a fun story. That song, we were in Denmark couple summers ago and met a lady named Bodil who has done a lot of the Viking Age fairs for a lot of years and she just studied that age a lot so she told me about a song remnant and one remaining line from a song from those times and the line is I dreamed a dream tonight of silk and honest pay wow so, I just wanted to write that song, and I imagine wow. myself fair um, during the Viking age. and it's like midsummer and we're all dancing and we're wearing flower wreaths in our hair and and uh, there's people from all over because people have always traveled from all over. There's people who look different. They're speaking different languages. They have all kind of, cool things to sell and trade and uh we're all checking each other out and we're loving the difference we're seeing people from different places and we dig it and it's like this thing called xenophilia the love the digging of difference we're not afraid of people who look and sound different yeah
0: here we are silk and honest pay
5: I hear
3: that old language. I hear those old time ways. I see that star map blanket. I see those
0: Kiba, love. Can you talk to us about what you were seeing on the ground there in Poland?
2: Yeah, I would. I mean, you know, it's 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 interesting going to a land where English is not the first language. So constantly having to have translation and speaking in more simple terms. You know, we definitely have to chop our language down and take des- descriptive words out and speak a little bit slower and more clear. But um, what I can say was, I mean, right away when I noticed when we got there, is the kitchen was filled with Ukrainian women making food for the whole gathering. Nice. Which, I don't know about you, I've never had Ukrainian food. And right away what I saw was the resilience. That, I mean, these women all different kinds of ways they're getting out of the country right now. Some of them just barely making it with bombs going off behind them. Mm. Um, keep in mind that it's the women and children that are leaving. the men are even either, either um, called to duty to defend their country or just staying back to defend their house you know to help defend their neighborhood because now there's a lot of pilfering happening and that's um, a lot of that's oh. the Russian troops that are pilfering there their homes, their farms, their animals. Um, uh, So these women, um, yeah, what I got, I I talked mostly to a mother and daughter. And um, I mean, there's just a sadness. There's there's tears in their eyes the whole time. Um, They didn't believe it was going to happen. That's what I kept hearing from multiple people. They didn't believe that the Russians were going to come in and bomb them. So, you know, they weren't really ready to leave, which is surprising to me because when I was hearing the build up on the borders, I just I just thought I I didn't know any other reason why Russia would build up uh troops along their borders if they weren't going to raid the country. But um these women, some of them some of the villages have been bombed so bad they don't really have a home to go back to. Hmm. So they don't quite know what they're doing. They're trying to find their footing here in Poland. Um, it's a really suppressed economy here, so they're doing the best they can. Women have already found work, which I, I think is amazing. Like just days after getting here, they're already they're already working various jobs. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, mostly sadness is what I got. I've you know, Diane and I have met other refugees from other countries in our travels in Europe, and um, they're losing their homeland, which I can't imagine. I mean, I live in a a very, I always feel like I I live in a really blessed place that, um, I mean, we've never really been under threat like that, even if our own personal has been threatened. But yeah, that's what I was getting from the the crew last night, it was really funny because I thought I was talking to two sisters and then I figured out it was a mother and a daughter. So a 19 year old daughter and, and her mother. But, um, you know, uh, the human being, I, I just see, uh, they're we're tough, we're super tough and they're all very appreciative. You know, people don't have to open their homes to anybody. And all these people have found really beautiful places to stay. So that's kind of what I was getting from them. Um, no one really understands why war is even still accepted. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of talk about that when you know we're worried about the climate, yet there's a million gazillion bombs going off right now. They're reducing uh, all kinds of homes to rubble. Um, so no one's really understanding that the yeah. modern, the modern war.
0: Yeah. Oh, Putin is such an old fashioned guy with his whole uh. power base and fossil fuels. And he's kind of a fossil himself. And-
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, the other conversation we've been having too is, um, people talk about refugees like, um, You know, some countries don't want to accept refugees. Some countries do. But no one's really, like, we're really waiting for that conversation about, oh, you don't like refugees? I'm sure you're against war. Because war creates (laughs) refugees. Refugees don't wake up one morning and go, boy, I wish I could be a refugee and go to a country where I don't even speak the language.
0: Yeah. You
2: know, so there's also uh, one woman talked to me about the fear of, Right now they're accepted, but how long will that go on, you know, to where a society or a country it doesn't feel threatened even just in the labor force by three million people coming in.
0: Yeah. You know. So there's
2: some of that fear that that they're, you know
0: Yeah. Yeah. Six times the population of San Francisco.
2: God. Unbelievable. Unbelievable.
0: Yeah. yeah. And that's just in Poland.
2: Yeah. I mean, you're talking about everyday people. You know, that the woman this morning, she was enjoying, a Ukrainian woman was walking her two children, and she was enjoying, Diane was sitting outside in the sunshine playing a song, and she was complimenting Diane on her playing. And somehow in the conversation, it came out that she's an opera singer by trade. Wow. So here, she's not only a a refugee, but she's an opera singer. (laughs) You know, it's just, it's everyday people and it's every kind of person.
0: Yeah. You know, we say
2: refugee, but it's just like this multifaceted, uh, I mean, so intricate and complex. Yeah, I guess the the super wealthy, you know, are going to have other options and places to go. So these are all people that are, you know, like a lot of us, paycheck to paycheck
0: hmm um, yeah. yeah. That was Sheba Love with her partner, Diane Patterson, talking about what it's like on the ground in Poland right now with refugees from Ukraine. You know, with all of this information we've been getting and all of this heavy news, a lot of us have wanted to help and really don't know where to send our money. There's been all kinds of different ideas floating around from booking Airbnb rooms in Ukraine and just basically not going, but the money goes to, I have heard about this one group that I've donated some money to, and I am recommending them, hoping that they're a good idea. They are called World Central Kitchen. It is WCK.org. And the nice thing with them is they are doing a lot of work right now with Ukrainian refugees, but one of the big complaints, it's, it's hard to feel resentful in a time like this, but that, you know, Syria seemed to be almost ignored for years and they were a horribly butchered victim of Russia and other groups in Kahoot, but that, you know, it seems like, do we have a double standard with the, the people who are the victims of these really horrendous acts by really horrendous people? And I don't want to speak more to that, but I would like to say that this WCK.org does seem like they are serving people in a lot of different countries and a lot of different disaster zones. So at least to me, it looks like a really good organization. I'm I'm donating to them and hoping my money goes to help out people in, in Ukraine and Syria. So the other invisible victims of war are often people's animals. And it turns out that Ukrainians are really attached to their dogs, just like I'm really attached to my magpie. So I found an organization that's called the Eurogroup for Animals. It dot org, and donated to them. They look really good, but I don't know for sure. I'm just kind of hoping.
3: River Highway, Vogue River Highway. This river, this road, this place, I know home. I know the elders and the trees sing for the rain in the summer heat, create the sun. Cripper
0: Rogue River Highway, and it is hard to cut these songs short, but we're trying to fit a lot of stuff into one hour, and I do want to remind you that Diane Patterson is going to be at the Casper Forest Fest on June 11th at the Casper Community Center, and you will hear more about that later in the show. We would like to refer you back to a show that happened on KZYX last Friday, April 29th with hosts Lux Karpov and Alicia Bales, as they spoke with Andrea Chalupa, the co-host of the Gaslit Nation podcast. This really filled out my understanding of the recent and not so recent history of Ukraine and how it's really been an amazing place for women's rights and gay rights since the dissolution of the Soviet Union. And for that reason alone, it's been in Putin's sights that he doesn't want it to be This shining example of freedom right across the border where he's trying to remove people's freedoms left and right. You can find that at kzyx.org, the jukebox archives, where you can stream it. Look for Wild Women, April 29th, 7 p.m. So why don't we back up to how did music become a part of your life? When did music become a part of your life?
5: Oh, man, my fourth grade teacher had guitars and auto harps and things that us kids were allowed to play. And somehow um, it wasn't very hard to pick up a guitar and look at a chord book and play songs that somehow, I don't know, somehow I'd heard before and could do it. And then they had me playing guitar in church until I left home. And and, um, and that was that was pretty rudimentary, but it got me strumming. So then when I was in college, I started learning songs and playing at open mics. And a friend at the time said to me, Diane, you have a voice. (laughs) So that was good information to have. Nobody told me that. And so then that's when I started writing my own songs. And and, and then I started um, getting in bands like my guitar guitar teacher um, was in a blues duo like the, the real stuff uh, muddy waters kind of incredible delta blues and um, they made me their bass player because they needed one and they just taught me the songs and then i did that for a season and then i was in a, a like a like a world music band um in like 1989 90 and 91 and then um that band dissolved and then and then i started doing more open mics and um, learning more songs and writing more songs. And then there was the Diane Patterson sextet in like the mid nineties. And that was like an award-winning, like six piece folk band nice with four singer songwriters and two percussionists was such a magical, amazing, sweet band. I just, I just put that. um, We made a live album. Came out in 1995, and I just put that on my SoundCloud. Ah, so check that out. If you want to go deep like that?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, so, Diane Patterson on SoundCloud, is there a special address that we should go to?
5: Not that I know of. That should get you there. And it's, yeah, so it's some of my recorded published stuff, but then, you know, I can put up whatever I want on there. So, there's also some. Mm -hmm. Random thing. Yeah, and then otherwise my stuff is on all the platforms but then also I have bands in town where I also put up recently a record that's not been published called Pachamama's Rising and that is a fun album because it's me playing live on a radio station in Maui with this this awesome uncle um, badass bass player. He was doing the sound that day and <clears throat> yeah, so we made a nice record
1: out of that. That sounds excellent. So I I'd think like
5: in 2005.
1: Yeah. yeah, 2005. Wow, that was a while ago. <laughs> Thinking about it, I was two years old. Um.
0: <laughs> what do you say? A while ago. That was a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
5: I have a new record out, but boom, this year called Satchel of Songs.
0: Yes, we were just listening to it.
1: All right, I'd like to ask: Do you think? Being queer has made your musical path different. Do you think if you were not queer, how altered would it have been?
5: Sometimes I wonder, like, no one has, um, I mean, it's probably opened some cool doors. Like, um, I've probably been introduced to um, certain events, like, you know, singing and playing at at a pride rally or, yeah, and I don't know, nobody has directly um, discluded me, you know, from anything. But sometimes people don't tell you, you know, if they're going to do that. I don't know. But um, I've definitely been inspired by, uh, by, yeah, I don't know. I'm so happy to be queer. Can I just, I'll just tell <laughs> you that. Like, just, I think we're just, we're a special subset of society. Yeah. <laughs> um, part of it, yeah, is, is, yeah, the pride movement, the pride, everything is is like a party on wheels. I don't know. I just gay people are fun. This is <laughs> where I, I want to be <laughs> when I am when I. So I'm by, okay? Yeah, me too. Okay, so, yeah. too. This, okay? so sometimes I, in my past, I you know I partner with dudes, or sometimes I partner with the ladies. And when I'm when I'm with dudes, it's like the gay part of me isn't there in my life. And I just miss it. And and so and one of the things I miss is being around gay men who I think are some of the funnest people in the world.
0: I agree with that.
5: So I just yeah <laughs> I'm so all for that. I feel, I feel lucky. You agree with that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Listen to this song of peace, listen to this song of peace Struggle seems to strengthen us But folks just don't have what they need Folks just don't have what they need Freedom from fear A basic human right They see it just inside Freedom from want I give thanks for what I got And I know I got a lot I got unity universal family, yeah, unity, unity can set us free, unity, And we can dream a new reality, yeah, unity, we gotta open up the box, box of change, open it up and turn the page, box of change, open it up and let it bridge a box of change, open it up and turn the page, box Change. Open it up and let it rage. Let it rage. We must let the march today with signs and banners all for peace. The signs and banners all for peace. We turn missiles into Holding up our hearts, we sing Holding up our hearts, we sing. we sing unity universal family, yeah Unity Unity can set us free Unity We can dream a new reality, yeah Unity We gotta open up the box, box of change Open it up and turn the page
0: Box of change That was Box of Change so Diane, what do you mean when you say that music is activism?
5: Oh yeah, that's kind of like satchel of songs. That's that's a good one to look at for this. Um, that that in writing a song. So our buddy Bill Bricky in Chicago, he's he's a musician and producer of events himself. So he said, Diane, the cool thing about your music is that you know. It, it's like says that there's a future and that it's good. And so it's like, we're creating reality with our, you know, the stories we tell. And um, so, yeah, that's part of music is activism right there. It's just creating our reality the way we want to be it, see it with our art. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And then, so the song, Satchel of Songs are my title track for my new record. Um, it's an apology song, like making it a public apology to uh, indigenous people um, on behalf of settler people and colonizer people um, who have seriously mistreated indigenous people. Incredible imp- oppression, you know, and just like, so this song says, um, it's it's inspired by the, um, the Sami woman that we met And um, she came to one of my shows and I got to, I just was inspired by my friend, Sarah Tone, who had done done this um, at an event for the Standing Rock um, activists. And she realized she was the only non-Native performer at this event. And she publicly apologized on the mic for what has been done to Lakota people, you know, by settled people. Yeah. Yeah, and so I apologize to a Sami woman. Who, they're the indigenous of, of the Nordic countries. I said to her, you know, I'm, I'm sorry on behalf of Sweden, but on behalf of settler people for what's been done to your people. And the Sami were treated, you know, like the Lakota were in the States. And like... um the various so-called Aboriginal people of Australia, you know, put in the weird boarding schools and, and, you know, not allowed to speak their language and to have their culture
0: stolen. Yeah. You know, it's along the lines of the things that settler people on this continent have done. it's one of the real tragedies. One of the many real tragedies is how that Christianity has changed indigenous views on queer people. I had a a friend years ago who was a Lakota man. He was a, a gay Lakota man who came through and he stayed at my house for a few months at a time, a number of times. And I had a dream about him recently that he had died and I don't know what's happened to him, but he said that, that he couldn't easily go back to his family and his reservation because he was treated so poorly for being gay. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And he was—he suffered a lot. He he lived on the road. He had lived on the road since he was in his twenties.
5: Yeah, yeah. Christianity packs a big shame punch, doesn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Satchel of songs, yeah. Satchel of songs is also so. It's got the apologies, um, and it's also like so. I love how it says, "I've got a message from the gods." You know, and the gods are saying certain things like, chill out and rest. (laughs) It's one of the messages of the song. Part of the revolution is rest. (laughs) Stop just trying to like dominate the entire reality. So you have to push other people down because you're so afraid you're going to lose your position as the wealthiest dude. The most powerful dude right mm-hmm. so then the other thing it says at the end of the song is uh, take a look creation is happening there's this beauty that is happening so just chill out and check it out and rest your soul anyway so there's a satchel of songs uh,
0: and we are going to hear this whole beautiful piece of art not cut short.
3: Songs to say I'm sorry to so many people, your family and land For pinning your animals into a corner For spoiling the nature of life Giving waters when we thought we knew better On your
4: soul, rest your soul, rest your soul.
1: You are listening to Pride Nation 101 on KZYXNZ, public broadcasting and radio for Mendocino County and beyond.
0: The second annual Casper Forest Fest is coming soon, Saturday, June 11th at the Casper Community Center from noon until 7 p.m. Funkin', folkin', and bluegrassy music with Mama Grows Funk. Gene Parsons with Secondhand Grass, Daryl Cherney, Holly Tannen, and Diane Patterson. Speakers will include Sarah Constance Rose and Ravel Gautier of Mendocino County Youth for Climate. There will also be a Pollinator Garden and Citizen Science Project presented by Isis Howard of Xerxes Society. There will be workshops, kids' activities, information booths, beer, wine, and fine food by Dalen and crew. All are welcome. No one will be turned away. Proceeds are going to the Coalition to Save Jackson, the People's Forest. Many of the workshops and the Citizen Science Project will be in English y Español. Vamos a tener actividades y presentaciones en Español y Inglés para todas las familias hispanohablantes. Find more information at www.Mendocinotrailstewards.org. That is the second annual Casper Forest Fest, June 11th, the Casper Community Center from noon to 7.
3: right down to the
0: And it is after hours for the pledge drive, but the pledge drive is going on and we are in a big crunch push to make a million dollars or at least $150,000 for the new building, the new KZOAX mothership docking in Ukiah. In about a year but actually getting all of the facelifts and tech lifts and all the things that it needs to be an incredible mothership so if you feel like adding to this pledge drive go to kzyx.org and press the red donate button now thank you we have run out of time unfortunately diane wanted to talk about her new cd and video ballad of big mountain 2022 made by filmmaker Ivy Camille Mini Beads so who just won best documentary feature for American Documentary and Animation Film Festival award for her film Powerlands. We talked about this a lot and there is actually 15 minutes more to this interview that you can hear the whole thing unedited on our website disquietmedia.blue. In the meantime Diane Patterson and Sheba Love. We hope you have a great trip home. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much. We appreciate it a lot.
2: Oh man. Gosh, we it's didn't even really, we didn't even get to the gender stuff. So we, we did. <laughs> we did though.
5: And Kizzy is our favorite. We love independent radio. So you guys rock
0: on. Yeah. Thank you. Definitely. Definitely. We want to thank you for spending the last hour with us on Pride Nation 101. We hope you'll come back next month and tune in on the first Friday at 7 p.m. on KZYX. You can check us out at disquietmedia.blue. And if you've got some feedback or just want to say hi, email us at Pride Nation 101 radio at gmail.com. Also, you can stream this from the archives of kzyx.org.
1: We would like to thank Diane Patterson, Sheba Love, and
0: you, our listeners. It is always such an honor to be here and an honor to be part of this grand human public radio experiment. To Pride Nation
1: 101 on KZYXNZ. Public broadcasting and radio for Mendocino County and beyond. Roland, what do
0: you think? Should we go out and play some football?